Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. Hello. Welcome to Sunday School on Wednesday. What? What? <laughs> we are talking. Oh, excuse me. Exorcisms. He Ex- does. He just exercised that demon out yes. of gullet. Be you gone are- with your burp demon. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. Balls. I think the best place to start here is with doing a little bit of business. Um, if you go over to studio.com. And you find some really badass, nice headphones or ear uh, earbuds or whatever. Earplugs, yes. Yeah, earplugs. They sell earplugs, too. Um, and you put them in your cart. You go to the discount code. And you now put in Dark Windows 15 for 15% off. And I think they send you coasters now, too, which is pretty fucking rad. Dude, I want a coaster really bad. We got, we got coasters coming in. Yes. Hold yeah. drinks and things. So, you want to do your Micro Machines guy again? No, I'm not feeling that kind of okay. kind of coldish. So okay. what I'm gonna say is, if you or anybody you know is into painting miniatures like myself, and you're having trouble holding on to said miniatures like my dumb-handed self, hand demons. No, these are just dumb. <laughs> this is not idle hands. <laughs> Jessica Alba and that other guy that played Stan. And you can head over to Game Envy Creations. Their site is GameEnvy.net. 
and you can find an amazing little tool. It's a handle and a base. And what you do is you put that little miniature on that base and you can get 360 degree ability of painting. Now, you find what you like and the color you like, and then you put in the promo code of Baradstone at checkout, and then you save yourself off each hobby holder. So that means if you and your buddy want one, that's two hobby holders. Guess what? That's $2 off each of those hobby holders. Durs. Durs. So. The bears, the bears, the bears. Oh, sorry. With that being said, are we getting ready to... Yes. <laughs> Are we getting ready to talk about them exorcisms? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Bob Ross, but yeah, we can, I, dude, we can, talk, can talk about, about exorcisms, yeah. I guess. We can talk about Bob Ross. And that sweet fucking mustache. <sighs> and that hair for days. Yes, because you know, we like, yeah, Bob Ross is awesome. Well, yeah, because He's he always said. Bob Ross should be canonized. Unless you know a little bit of sorrow. Can't be happy unless you know a little bit of sorrow. I mean, Ooh. Bob Ross is like, he could legitimately be a saint. I mean. For painting. Yeah. Yeah. And just being a good person. The patron saint of happy little trees right over there. And clouds. And, you know, we sometimes got to make big decisions. There's no mistakes. Just no. remember that. It's happy little accidents. Happy little accidents. You know, so. Kind of like, you know, when he was a CIA assassin, he just had happy little accidents. Lies. Uh, <clears throat> I hate to tell you, but uh, you're not supposed to talk about no. that. Yeah. Mr. Rogers was uh, worked for the CIA, too. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Before he started his show. Like, during uh, Korea, he was, well. Uh, now, is this, yes. is, is this like, you know. <clears throat> Is this factual or is I'm this pretty like... confident it is. Okay. I didn't know yeah. if you're making say a joke. It doesn't say in Wikipedia, so it doesn't, it's not true. Damn it. Wikipedia, I didn't know if you're making shit together. I just didn't know if you're making a joke out of it. No, no, no. I'm pretty was, confident uh... that he worked for the CIA before he uh, before oh. he started, you know, helping kids out and having a mailman with a strange, strange name. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Because Mr. McFeely definitely sounds like a kid fiddler. Does he not? Kid diddler? Mm. McFeely. McFeely. Yeah. Nope. 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 Anyway, his first name was Touchy. Hey, Touchy Feely. Touchy McFeely. <laughs> so we're so, gonna uh, we're gonna start off talking about uh, what exactly an exorcism is. The def- definition of exorcism. I've got it right here. I, I have it too. As well. Okay, go for it, bitch. No, you go for it. Nope. No. Okay, nope. fine. Definition. <laughs> <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> According to the dictionary, it's the. The definition of exorcism is the expulsion or attempted expulsion of an evil spirit from the from a person or place. <laughs> and just beat the devil out of <laughs> Sometimes with a stick or with words. <clears throat> exactly. But or a big wide paintbrush. <laughs> a two inch wide paintbrush. Number two or number four. It's horsehair, asshole. The only good that's the only good paintbrushes. I said like a number two horsehair. or number four. Different sizes, you jackass. Yeah, apparently you don't watch. No. God. Moving on. Anyway, the Catholic definition of an exorcism is the act of driving out or warding off demons or evil spirits from persons, places, and or things. They are believed to be possessed or infested by demon, a demon or evil spirit. They can also be liable to become victims or instruments of possession or infestation. And wow. uh, a, an exorcism can only actually be performed in the name of Jesus Christ, which is a distinction made between a formal exorcism, which can only be conducted by a priest during a baptism or with the permission of a bishop and prayers of deliverance, which can be said by anyone. Or you can just. <laughs> and just beat the devil out of <laughs> Sorry, everybody. This is going to be a common I, theme. I am not editing anything that Bob Ross says out of the show. No, either. You can't. People are going to be like. 
fucking guys. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. So uh, I kind of went down oh. a little bit of a rabbit hole a little bit because I was like, oh, well, I found this information out. I've still got some more interesting stuff with well, with that too. Well, me too. I had okay. I, I I just kind of was like, oh hey, well this is what this is, but where does it come from, or this or that? I'm like, I want to find this information out. So you like found with, out where it comes from. Did you find out where it goes? Uh you know what I found out? Hmm. Apparently in 40k, I know the ecclesiarchy can't do any exorcism. It's only the Inquisition. What a show. <laughs> Yep, I wish I had crickets right now. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Moving on. Where's Jenkins? Horse, I haven't seen him crickets. in a couple days. <laughs> I'm sorry, <sighs> Seth. No, what, don't apologize. He was possessed by the demon Jenkins that made him say something no, that only he understands. Jenkins is awesome. <laughs> Aha. Well, the word exorcism is derived from the word exorcizo. Gesundheit. Uh, no. <laughs> the term was used in the... Uh, Septuaginta, Septuaginta. Easy for you S- to say. I know. S e p t u a g i n t, which is which was the first translation of the Hebrew Hebrew, not Hebrew, but Hebrew <laughs> Old Testament. Wait a minute. Are are Hebrew are are, are Hebrews <laughs> like Jewish bodybuilders? Maybe. Dude, with like the pompadour. Yeah, bro. So Dude, awesome. we should we should start like a we should try to find some of these guys and be like. We need to build a group of Hebrews. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hebrews, masters of the universe. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That just happened. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. You just, you just kind of broke it. Uh, so now we have to make a t-shirt with, like, He-Man with a yarmulke. <laughs> There's the pun of the Fuck, day. Yeah. Mm, nice. So it was made into the popular Greek form, into popular Greek before the Christians Christian era, which uh, gave the meaning of the cause to swear in Genesis twenty four three. So to swear, like use expletives, or <laughs> I guess like swear as like I do swear on the Bible that this oh. that and everything. No, I'm actually like serious. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm, I'm really, guessing probably the second one that you came up with. I would say that if anybody, yeah, good. if anybody that knows more please about it than know. me, yes, please let us yes. know because I don't know. And then the Lord saith, "Fuck you, you cunt." <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and a jur- It also meant a uh, to a juror in Kings twenty four sixteen. Uh, it comes from the Horkizo, which it which is um uh also a noun from exorcist wow yeah which means it's basically exorcist okay oh time out yes a <laughs> lot of big words i needed to hear bob ross's voice <laughs> i know um because i literally am like thinking i'm like okay i know what some of these words mean yeah. If you want to follow of... along with us, everybody, get out your Bible, because there's going to be a lot of that going on. <clears throat> yes. So there, there was also a second definition I found from uh, this Catholic website that I was looking up, which is the, which I found most of my stuff from was uh, newadvent.org. They said uh, that it was the means uh, employed for the purpose, especially the solemn and authoritative adjuration of demon of the demon and in the name of God 
or any of the high power in which he is subject. So basically, the adjuration and all that good stuff. Kind of, you know, okay. Get someone in there. Yeah. You know. All that good can I, can, can, I take it, can I take it for a second? You might be able to. Oh, take the reins, sir. Okay. So the Catholic rite of a for, for a formal exorcism, also called a major exorcism, which I think would be an awesome name if you were like a battle priest or something. Mm-hmm. True. Give me major exorcism. He's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a major exorcism is given in section 11 of the Rituale Romanium. Uh, the ritual list uh, lists guidelines for conducting an exorcism and for determining when a formal exorcism is required. So sometimes you yes. don't have to go through the dog and pony show of the exorcism. You can just kind of like shake somebody, slap them a little bit wait, and be like, wait, God, God, God. And wait, leave. wait, 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 wait. This is the perfect time for <laughs> and just beat the devil out of them. Since you're just going to use, you know, physical like methods yeah we'll say physical methods so th- this this episode is going to be titled exorcisms with special guest bob ross oh god that fuck amazing. yeah um priests are instructed to carefully determine that the nature of the affliction is not actually a psychological or physiological illness before proceeding in catholic practice the priest performs the exorcism known as an exorcist which we already covered obviously they have to be an ordained priest they can't just be like a church enthusiast well yeah because a lot of times you need to know like where in the book and like what specific things you need to say and how you need to say them what like specific tools you need to have with you you can't just burn some sage and be like oh you're good yeah well you could slap them with some sage when you know smudge them well you're Um, not well according to the catholic church you're not supposed to be but there are people out there that are not priests let's be honest there's no way in hell i could ever do an exorcism Dude, I would become a freelance exorcist. That'd be fucking excellent. Well, you could be like uh, that couple that were in The Conjuring. Ed and Lorraine Warren? Yeah, you could be them. They could do exor- Ed Warren could do exorcisms. Well, he didn't want to. Cause, I, mean, I thought he, he did. He's, no. He's a media whore. He wants the attention. He wants to be like, oh, I don't want to do it, but they make me do it. Yeah, but he was like, well, if he had to, he, he knew what to go to. Yeah, like uh, we we could we could do an episode on them because there's a lot of interesting opinions on those folks. Shenanigans like, on like, them. They bullshit through most of it. So... Anyway, back to what you're saying. So I'm before sorry. we get too much further, I, I mean, I, well, uh, I don't know. I've got I've got one more from the that the Lutherans do because I found it a little like kind of interesting. Uh, so with the Lutheran Church from the 16th century onward, Lutheran pastoral handbooks describe the primary symptoms of demonic possession to be knowledge of secret things, knowledge of languages one has never learned, and supernatural strength. Before conducting a major exorcism, uh, Lutheran liturgical texts state that a uh, physician must be contacted in order to rule out any medical or psychiatric illness. So the Lutherans are the ones that kind of got it right in the first place where they're just like, let's just make sure that they're not a, a fucking nutcase before we start throwing water on them and beating them and stuff like that. Um, because up, up until then, like it was just, Nope, you got the devil in you. You know, we're going to tie you to a bed and make it, you know, not let you eat and stuff. Well, also, there was a few other things that happened during that time, too. So, <laughs> where it wasn't just that. It's like, oh, we're going to see if you get burned. We're going to stick you with hot things. We're going to do this. We're going to try to drown you. Hmm. Yeah. Like, it was It was kind of like a lot of times they used the same procedures as they would for witches. Well, true. And then, Very true. And then you would also have to have a Bible with you and have to be in a room with crucifixes and 
like all the thing the the things that you're used to having in life are taken away from you. You're literally in a solitary room, either tied up on a bed, and it's literally there are scriptures and everything there that you have to like be just inundated with constantly. Yep. So they they this this is That's a circle some, of protection almost. Something yes. I found interesting, kind of like what goes on in lunch. What you're saying was they had the same set of rules. The Catholic Church has had the same set of rules for exorcisms since 1614. They didn't stop having that set of rules until 1993 when they decided, hey, we need to change these because they're not the same as, yeah, or things aren't the same, you know. Yeah, things change. Things, yeah. you know, it's evolve over time. or degrade depending on the dependent or the style of exorcism. Well, because they've ha- they're actually having an or, increase, yeah, of exorcisms. But that's that's one Idle thing you do kind of have to you do kind of have to give the Catholic Church credit for is they are willing to adapt to times and stuff when they mm-hmm. need to. Yeah, for stuff like this. You don't know which chaos god you're going to be possessed by. Could be corn. Could be Zinj. Could be Slanesh. Could be the other one we don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, he who shall not be named is it Voldemort? No, there's oh. a forty k chaos god that. Oh. But so, you don't want to be possessed by him. I'm trying here, okay? I'm actually <laughs> trying. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the topic, so, please. Like I said, I, I have to jump back some because, I, like I said, I kind of went down a rabbit hole a little bit. And I was like, hey, I want to know if there's anything other than the Catholic Church. and Well, yeah, because you like you know, other cultures have it. Oh, like, yeah. And we, I, were, we touched on it a little bit with, as much as I hate to say it, the African vampire mosquito thing where... If you see someone acting weird, you're going to assume that this person has to be possessed. So right. you're going to bring in the local shaman or the local healer to try to yep. exercise said demon out of the person. And they everybody has their own methods. It, yeah. Except when this literally... So I don't mean to cut you off oh, there, no but uh, the little bit of research, I can't remember where it was. I think it's in uh, the one of the South American countries where if they feel that you're actually being possessed or something like that, what they'll do is... They will go through this whole ritual of finding a rabbit. They'll like dispatch the rabbit. Um, they will, you know, strip you down to your underwear. They will blow tequila on you, obviously with a flame on it, so it Sweet. removes it out. And they'll have you do all this other stuff, and it will go into this rabbit. Then they'll wrap it up in a bundle and then bury it. And it's supposed to take. Like there obviously is more to it. I don't remember yeah. completely because there's a lot of stuff. Oh, they they're did. transferring the demon to something else. Yeah, and yep. then disposing of the demon and putting it in a uh, what's the word I'm looking for in a uh, in a sealed container. container that they blessed, so that way the demon can't uh, like escape out of there. So it's amazing to me how, like you were saying before, yeah. how the Catholic religion needs to evolve because all these other ones are doing subtle things, but they're also staying rooted into what. You know, they know works. What works for yeah? What works for them? Yeah, I I, I found uh, was it uh, Egyptians did have a recording of um, an exorcism that did take, did take place. Uh, it was uh, the daughter of the prince of. I'm gonna probably pronounce this wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa! You didn't brush up on your ancient Egyptian before this. You didn't even brush up in your wording. I didn't even brush up my fucking modern English before this. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, there's the Prince of Bechtum, B-E-K-H-T-E-N. So Bechtum. Oh, I was like, Close is enough. he a soccer player? Because I heard Beckham. 
Uh, I, I think I said Beckham. I was like, Beckham? Beckham. Eh, he's kind of a soccer yeah. player. He's got a bunch of douchey tattoos and a haircut. He's a handsome man, though. He's a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah that, I was pretty like... Huh. Then there was uh, the Babylonians. Um, did have something to do with uh, exorcisms. Hmm. Um, they would call like Pan like their god, goddess, and our group of deities to invoke and conjure, like get out the demons of it. Um, Makes sense, depending what I, on what it is. What I did find interesting was that, so, as everybody you know, that the Bible is made up of two parts, the New and Old Testament. Yep. Or the Old and New. Sorry. Yep. Reverse order. And the Old Testament, which is, it's, it's all basically what the Jewish people faith believes goes by. Right. Well, there is nothing in that section that has to do with exorcisms at all. Yeah, it makes sense because a lot of times it was just written stories. It was like, uh, mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, word of mouth stories that they finally wrote down on paper and then brought these collections together to talk about how great, you know, God is and all these miracles and well, yeah, I should things say, like that. I should say it doesn't have anything to do with exorcisms by a man. Okay, I, I have to reiterate. They're all done by angels. Oh. So only only a power of God, a higher, only a higher power can do it. Yes, can can come down and perform the exorcism. Makes sense. So, um, do you did you have anything like what the the what they like demons what they are? No, because I figured we were just going to do a demonology episode at some point in time. Oh, well, oh, that'd okay. be awesome. Fuck yeah, buddy. Okay, well, we'll I'll skip that. We'll skip. We'll, we'll not talk about that then. So well, you can talk about like the involvement that they have because obviously they play a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, they're just according to Catholic beliefs, uh, demons or fallen angels retain their natural power as intelligent beings of acting on the material universe and so using. So they come through the warp. Yeah. Forty <laughs> Knocking this one out of the park, boys. Mm-hmm. Slam my can down. So, the, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, how they, they get in because people are just weak. Yeah. they you know? Well, okay. In all seriousness, though, like a lot of times when demons or any kind of negative uh, spirit will possess a human, they tap into something that they know that that person's either missing, wanting, pretty much the seven deadly sins. Yep. They'll find one that someone is exemplifying or is like right on the border of that sin, quote unquote sin. And what they'll do is they'll put the little word in your, put the little word in there and just kind of just let it mingle. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, Hey, you know, you can, you shouldn't have that, but you know, you can, you know, you can do that. They they give them that little allowance, a little more, a little more. And then all of a sudden, once they get their hooks in, now they have like half of what they want now okay they're gonna keep pushing more and more until all of a sudden the hooks are totally in and they don't realize it until it's too late and like the the people that are mentally weak or they're weak in their faith or in their belief system a lot of times in theory these demons or uh spectral entities will come in and just take over and you don't even know they're there because to you Everything's going great. Oh, people aren't talking to me. Well, that's their problem because that demon's giving you everything that you think you need until it's too late. We see that with a lot of times with uh, like some of the ghost hunting shows or in movies is they touch on it and like the, the movie The Exorcist 
doesn't really touch on it, but the actual story does of how, you know, this kid was wanted a friend and, you know, wanted something and all of a sudden all like you hear it all the time. I'll have an imaginary friend. I yep. have this one imaginary friend and they give they we hang out, we play, we do this, and then things start going a little bit more intense and a little more, a little more, and all of a sudden come to find out you have a possessed doll named Bobby. That if you speak ill Damn of Damn it, Bobby. No, it's actually I think it's Robert the Doll. Yeah. Yep, done in Florida. Yeah. It, but that's what I'm saying is that if you're not careful or Annabelle. Exactly. So if depending on what it is, they will there's always that little word or that little, and you see it in cartoons and a few other things. You have a good side and a bad side on your shoulder. Most times you mm-hmm. only have the bad side. You take those little allowances. If you're cool, you have the bad side. Dude, I was watching The Emperor's New Groove. And you have, <laughs> I love that Crunk movie. had both the good and the bad side. Yeah. And the bad side is, oh, yeah, yes. He's like, and the good guy's like, yeah, do that. That's, look that's what he a, can that's do. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. And I was like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> He knows what he's talking about. Well, it's because he was doing cool flips. He's like, don't do it with the good side. So look at him. He's in a dress. Well, they say that uh, kind of, you know, going off of what you're talking about, that they pretty much say that this why, like, not only can humans be possessed, but objects or places, you know, because human nature is flawed and very much so, you know, we open it up for a place, an object or whatever to be. Yeah. Be able to be possessed. Exactly. Ish. There's, uh, there's, remember watching a show about haunted objects, and there's actually an armoire, like a bureau that is haunted because when they exercise it, they didn't know where else to put it, and it went right into there. And anyone who hold like, oh, the, takes possession of it, the Dybbuk box. No, this is actually no? like a legit, real, like, bureau. Oh, that whoever's owned it within eight months has died. And the only way to keep it, like, whatever, is that you have to have a, like, a circle, real circle of protection of, like, uh, crucifixes and salt and stuff like that. No, not salt, something else. Hmm. But you like, because otherwise, if you're not careful, if you put in your home, like right now, you start finding out that things are going wrong with your house, you start getting sick. You, it's this most amazing thing I've ever seen, but it makes sense because what are haunted objects? Just things that are vehicles to carry yep. on the possession. True. Yeah. Very true. Well said. So sad. I really like this kind of stuff. As much as I'm making the 40K <laughs> stuff reference, I'm fascinated by haunting things. And like the book I've referenced uh, previously about Mr. Be Gone, mm-hmm. that is spoken in first person of a demon that's technically possessing a book because that's where he got sentenced to. Oh, yeah. And he was trying to get you to burn it to release him or yeah, something. Yeah, so he yeah. can go back home. Or And it's just, I'm fascinated by this because it takes simple things you don't realize or little subtle uh for instance, you use a Ouija board, you're bringing, uh, opening up that doorway to bring in a ghost, but realistically a demon comes in and they're going to go into whatever the first thing they can, whether right. it be you, if you're weak and you're not of strong of will, the board, your phone, it could come out of anything and all of a sudden you don't realize it until it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you don't know how to open it, close it, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. If you don't know what you're dealing with, you are screwed. My the only the only pro tip I can give you is don't fuck with Ouija boards. Yeah. Well, I I yeah. You and, know. <laughs> well, and it's also the same thing if you uh, the the Black Bible that you know was supposed to be the Devil's Bible mm-hmm. or anything. If you don't know what you're messing with, you could open a doorway to anything, and you don't know what's going to happen unless if you know all parts of it. Because mm-hmm. there's so many different gates, you crack them open, and yeah. then things are coming in. Exactly. That's yeah. That's true. So. Jenkins. How to become an exorcist 101. 
Wait, wait. Hold on. So in order to become an exorcist, you have to be able to... <laughs> and just beat the devil out of him. Yes, That's you That's all you do. need to do. You have to be strong and powerful. Well... To be able to make... To make a big decision. It is a big decision. <laughs> but you have to first start with... You have to be a Roman Catholic priest and have permission from your bishop to join... The International Association of Exorcists. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would make sense because it's specialty training. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Catholic Special Forces. It is. Well, <laughs> well, that's like I made the joke about it earlier, and I hate to bring up 40K, but there there are that. You know, you have paladins. You have the priests. Yeah, so you have the main church, but they're not going to be able to do everything because no. they have to juggle everything. So they're going to create their own force. And that's why I was making the joke about how the ecclesiarchy is the main religious force for, like, uh, praising the emperor. But the Inquisition are a branch off of them to only that they handle t- getting rid of heretics, but also getting rid of demons. I just had a really so, cool visual. We were talking about, like, when you, you battle mentioned priests. that. Just, like, a bunch of priests jumping out of, like, a fucking B-52 and just, like, fighting demons <laughs> on the way down. I That'd be fucking excellent. Yeah. I, I would pay to watch that movie. I believe there is a book like that where there is, and you see a little bit with a lot of times like Van Helsing or something like that, where technically he is a priest. He is sent by the church to eliminate evil. We're talking about the Hugh Jackman. I was going to say, because the original, like the, in the original version of Dracula, he was a doctor. Yeah. But it, and it's again, it's and all. That was, that was back at a time where doctors and priests didn't mix. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it would make total sense that you, they would have their own set of specifically trained uh i had to use the word but operatives or mm-hmm. religious folk because you you don't want somebody who's 80 years old and frail that was a bishop going out in the field when it's like he's going to get his ass kicked you but want sometimes to send a young ta- lad but sometimes it takes that 80 year old man book to to uh to do it because they know what, what they're it? doing they've been around the they, they've been around the dr broom from hellboy fuck yeah yeah he was an old man still going in the battlefield yep. going out in the the field yeah, they. Uh, I'm on point with my references. Are, man. And dude, okay, listen. Cold brew coffee. I can tell you right now, we do have people out there that, since you mentioned Hellboy, they'll just be like, "Yep, this is a good show." Well, that's why you keep me around because apparently I don't do research. I can just make references and sound bites. <laughs> but no, you. It's not that you bring something else to the to the table. You bring it because I'm possessed. You, but you also, but well, yeah, but you're possessed by an opinion. <laughs> Anywho, you're, you're, a, you're a possessive. Or I want to get back into this. So anyway, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. So I, um, I was well, doing the research. I actually found out that uh, was it I, an article. I can't remember where the hell it was from. I think it was was it a BBC article? It could have been. Yeah, I th- but they're, they're like uh, Telegraph, Telegraph maybe. UK. I think yeah. They, I think, they were, they I were think talking the same one. Yeah, they were talking about like how it was a 2018 article or 17. I'm not quite. I can't remember. But they were saying that. Uh, that the number of exorcisms has risen and the people coming into the the priest coming into it has gone up because all they have to do is like pay oh what was it uh 300 pounds or euros or something like that and they can take the course to become an exorcist dude i'll do that and the other thing they have well, to no, do but you have to be a priest though but the i'll other- just go to the church of deuteronomy which is basically <laughs> become a church of the dude from huh? Well, no, you have to be no, a Roman Catholic. But that's those are Dudist priests, though. 
but I can become an exorcist of the Judas priest, walk in with a white Russian and a sweet coat and be like, hey, you pissed on my rug. Well, there is another group that you could join. But Okay. We Hold, for- wait, no. Let me hear this first. I want to well, sign up I, to be an exorcist. We're getting, we're doing that, but the, you mentioned the 300 pounds. You missed the most important part of it is they have to go to the back of the Bible where they've got the coupon. You have to rip it out, fill it out, mail it in. You get your decoder ring. Then you pay them the money. Then you're an exorcist. That was Drink dumb. You should have. Your old teen. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Ralph, get out of the bathroom. <sighs> Whatever, Ma. <laughs> So, like I said, since 1993, there has been an increase. And then, like, the 2018, where, you know, you can pay now 300 euros, pounds. I'm not quite sure. There was, like, a different denomination. I think it said euros first, and then there was, like, pounds monies. and something. 300 monies. Yeah, three, yeah. 300 money tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then once you join the IAE... The priests then take a two-month course in which they are taught the the spiritual. Uh, oh God, damn! I, I'm looking at the word and I can't freaking pronounce it. This is your fault for picking these big words. <laughs> Say it phonetically. Literate some fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Liturgical. Yes, that word. Ha ha. Necronomicon. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes, that word. Satyricon. That's a good band. Sabaton, even better. Yeah, buddy. My, my brain just couldn't process the word. I'm Bolt sorry. We just went into like a bunch of like Swedish metal bands. That's great. Bolt Thrower. Yeah. Warhammer again. And Bolt Thrower is fucking awesome. Oh, Josh Barnett. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, they have to take spiritual, liturgical, and pastoral work involved in being an exorcist. All priests are schooled in the Roman uh, ritual overall. In which uh, that comprises a list of all the services in which they may be performed as a priest or deacon. So I wonder if when they're there, if they actually have like a dummy or maybe someone that is possessed. <laughs> no, because I'm actually serious. It's like, how would you know how to handle, like, take the movie, for instance. You have that little girl who's chained in there and all of a sudden she starts deteriorating more and going crazy and spitting all the stuff and puking. Do they have training for that? Do they be like, well, here's a film. Watch this documentary. <laughs> I don't the Exorcist, 1970-something or other. We don't really it, condone it, this. It's like one of those 1950s like uh, nuclear safety videos. No, but, I'm, but no, I'm actually serious <laughs> about no, that because no, no, it's actually really kind of fascinating that they have this. But it's like, what kind of training do they have? Is it like Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman with a bunch of monks and priests making weapons and training? But, you know, if there is or, anybody that could conjure a demon that they could control... To practice on, it would be the Catholic that's Church. That's heretical, though. That is heretical. That's heresy. But all you get over. one guy that's kind of an asshole anyway, and you're just like, Phil, take, we need one. <laughs> yeah, Jenkins is standing over the corner, like, I ain't touching this. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know because he they don't really. Collar, they don't really talk about it. I mean, they don't really. It's. I, I bet you. I guarantee those, it's very hush hush. Yeah, yeah, I guarantee it. He's more secret agent than and, CIA. And all, all you see the priests doing is like they're just like out doing their push ups and. You know, burpees and shit and, you know, you running. One priest is so jacked that he can't wear <laughs> real sleeves. Everything's slightly torn. Like, what's up, Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, he looks like the fucking Incredible Hulk if he became a Catholic priest. <laughs> they've, got, they've got to staple his collar onto him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I really uh, want to know more about this. I'm liking this. So, they, uh, so the Vatican has an official chief of exorcists. Oh, but awesome. there are there seem to be a local organizations of which country in, in countries um that 
that aren't part of it. Um, that uh, Kevin touched on. I didn't touch anything. Yes, you did. Oh, you did. You touched on like uh, exorcism stuff, Sorry, like where, like a priest. where how like hey yo. <laughs> one of the key elements of the training is you basically have to know. Like what you had said about you have to know some about psychology, right? To whether to say okay or psychology and psychiatry, I think psychology, psychiatry, physiology, and sociology. Yeah, no, no seriously. Oh. Like, so psychology for the brain. Yep. Sociology for you need to know the area where they come from and the background of their area. And physiology. Physiology because you need to know what's going on with the body and how the body's maneuvering and also the subtle changes in right. it. And ology just because, well, let's be honest, ology is cool. And physiology also helps, like, if you have to, um, and I mean, the, the physiology thing can be handy, too, because, like, if you have to restrain somebody, you know how to do it without hurting them. Well, yeah. Or without them hurting you. Well, it's like that. You have that with, uh, like, a lot of mental health facilities. Right. They have to yep. know how to safely detain someone that won't hurt the individual, but also keep them safe. Right. That is a very key point, because you don't want someone coming at you with claws, teeth, scratching, clawing, yeah. biting. Well, and be like, get back! I'm trying to help you. And the, the, before yeah. they, so yeah, they have to have the the mental health side. They have to have, so they have to basically know if it's a mental issue, emotional issue, or it's a supernatural. Yeah, because you don't want so, somebody that's just bipolar and be like, yeah. this person, there is something wrong with, but it's a simple bipolar disorder. We can help them through a therapist rather than through a full on exorcism. Exactly. And that's why they basically say, okay, well, before I can perform the exorcism, if one is needed, they must go see a doctor. The doctor then confirms that, well, it's this, this, or this, or I have no fucking clue. Exactly. Cause that's very responsible of them of just being like, Oh, we got to boom. They're set. And then leave and come to find out it could have been (coughs) something as just, uh, Anxiety attack. It's like the like the exorcism, the movie, the exorcism. What it's really, what's actually based off of is actually not a girl. It's a boy, Roland Doe. Yep. Yeah. And he was, was a schizophrenic, actually. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They also kind of claimed that there was, was a girl in Germany too. That this was roughly the story was based uh, off Annalise of. Michelle. Yep. Yeah. Who <sighs> they, they fucked that girl up, man. They like, tried everything they could, but realistically, it was what was it? Uh, I think schizophrenia, it was schizophrenia. bipolar. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had a laundry list of things where they, if they just kept her in a mental hospital and just gave her uh, treatment that way, like a lot of it would have been fine. And I mean, not not to poke fun at mental illness, but if you've ever met somebody who has like advanced schizophrenia, it does look like they're possessed, like they're talking to themselves and they all kinds what of crazy it? movements and stuff. Uh, it's- a Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe. That movie is about a, I think he was a college professor who all of a sudden started believing that the CIA was following him. He had a tracker in his arm, which he dug out, which there was nothing there. He was doing all these equations for the CIA and come to find out there was no one that existed. It was nothing. Hmm. Wonderful movie. will make you cry in the end. Hmm. So, so that's you, you wanted to know the organization that you could join? Yes, sir. To be, I'm um, getting ready. I'm going to go. To be an exorcist. That if you're not a Roman Catholic priest. Okay. The organization is called the International Catholic Association of Exorcists. The, their requirement... Wait, wait. International House of Exorcists. Got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Exercise demons with pancakes. Yes. So, according to the... <laughs> the power of Belgian waffles compels you. <laughs> and just beat the devil out of With a waffle. Throwing fucking maple syrup and jellies at him. <laughs> 
That only exercised the demons of gluttony. Yeah. <laughs> it exercised my belly demons. So according to the... But, but I got another one from the coffee. It's diarrhea demons. According to the interim director of the organization, the most reverend Dr. Isaac Kramer... The most reverend? Yes. That's fucking awesome. How do you become the most reverend? I How... have no clue. Thumb wrestle your way to the top. <laughs> Let's do One, this. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb. Fuck you, I win. Ha-ha. He breaks out a steel chair from behind his back and whacks him in the head. <laughs> the guy's out cold. He just puts his thumb on him. One, two, three, four, five, ten. I win. You just knocked a dude out. I win. Over the top. The the only the only other uh, the only rank higher than that I think would be like most exalted high priest exorcist of the order some bullshit like that, that. sounds like that some, sounds like some clan stuff though yeah. so we're Zeno not gonna do Ordo's that malleus yeah exactly malleus Mar- uh, malefic no what i just i just said right there only a handful of people will know <clears throat> so, those people are dorks your face is a dork <laughs> <laughs> so he said the only difference between the iae and the icae is that the icae so is the letters Ica. Ikea. Holy shit, they're Swedish, too. And they make really weird furniture. Never mind. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice. So the only difference between them is that the the first one, the IAE, is actually our full-time, and the others aren't. So basically, that would be your dude as priest. So one is full-time priest, one is weekend warrior? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That was good. (laughs) Exactly. You, you, no, but like, <laughs> ta ta. Wait, wait. Hold on. Yes, you hit it. Fair use. Oh God. Uh, let's see. So, I guess let's. Do we want to just uh, jump right on into a? Now, since we went over the history, let's talk about some exorcisms. Yeah. So Are we recording that? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah! I timed it, and I ruined it. <laughs> I can edit, though. I'm pretty good at that. Sometimes. Oh, so you're what, funny. What's, what's your first exorcism? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to cover the exorcism of Clara Germana Salee. You know, son of a gun's hiding your brush, and you just have to push him out. Demons. Brush, brush demons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is this from France, I'm guessing? No. No? What, what's her name again? Clara Germana Salee. Canadian? Clara was a South African orphan who was baptized as a child. She attended school at St. Michael's Mission in South Africa, but in 1906, when Clara was 16 years old, something terrible happened. Yeah! <laughs> Fair use! Uh, so this is, a, this is a quote. It doesn't give a specific... You know, quote E, but it's a quote. Uh, Clara wanted to make a pact with the devil, and this is said to be the reason for her demonic possession. The girl talked about it to her confessor, but she never explained what she wanted to obtain in exchange, in exchange for this pact. So she was an orphan. Yes. Do you think maybe it was, well, the gambit, money, power, family. Love. Love, connections <laughs> with somebody, because I guarantee as an orphan, if she was in school, she got probably got made fun of. Yep. Because let's be honest, kids at that age are merciless. Well, what year was this? 1906. Okay, so she's probably in an orphanage, was she? She yeah. went to school at, at the at the church. <clears throat> okay, in, or the, in an orphanage. Yes. Okay, because most orphanages at the time were 
Well, yeah, right. Am I, am I correct in saying that most orphanages were? Uh, yeah, most of them were were run by the church. Yeah, um, so, I mean there are at least some the ones in the states were yeah. most of the time. Okay, but you also have to remember South Africa is essentially like a a Western country though, because it's a British Commonwealth. So I'm I'm assuming it was probably the same same there. Um, from the account left by one of the nuns at St Michael's Mission, we know that Clara started to show symptoms of her demonic possession very early on. This is another quote from one of the nuns. She was able to speak languages of which she had no previous knowledge. The nun explained that Clara could understand Polish, German, and all other languages. Wow. So, like... Whoa. Yeah. That's that's the shit that gets me with exorcisms is, like, you know, you these people that have... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, but you you get it with possessions and the exorcisms where these people have never heard these other languages, but somebody can start speaking them. They will answer them in that. They've never spoken at all. Yeah, there was somebody that was possessed that was speaking in a whole different language. And then when they were exercised, they heard the video back and like, that's not my voice. I have no idea who that is. I don't know these languages. And even their siblings are like, there's no way in hell for them to know it. Did you ever see the exorcism of, uh, of Emily Rose? Negative. Okay, there's a part in it. That girl was an amazing actress. I heard. Yes. Like, she pulled off that part really well. Yeah, she was uh, Deb from Dexter. Um, but that was based on a true story where, at one point in time, while she's possessed, she's talking in her own voice. But you have two different, like, sections of your vocal cords. So she was speaking in her own voice and in a deeper voice in a different language at the same time. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I like that. Um, no. So apparently Clara had uh, also started to demonstrate clairvoyance skills as she could uh, reveal the most personal secrets of people close to her, but also of the people that, of people that she had never met before. So she just knew shit about people. Hmm. That's some. Okay. So the skeptic in me is like, okay, she could have easily read books because I guarantee she was probably bored out of her mind and became learned. That is possible to learn another language without anybody knowing. I heard that on a podcast where there was somebody who was like, oh, there's no way you could learn it. And he's like, all I did was study. I'm a free time. The clairvoyance thing, unless she was really good at following and watching people like shadowing. Or just cold reading people. you know? Yeah, because a lot of times when you see the psychics on TV or whatever, what they do is, oh, they will say one vague thing and then it'll dial it in and dial it in a little more. Yep. And then they set in the little hook of... Oh, well, you had a, uh, a, I think an aunt pass away. Yeah, my Aunt Mary. Aunt Mary, she passed away relatively sudden, right? And then they literally put the implant in your head and like, yeah, yeah. Yep. So another clear sign of Clara's possession was her intolerance to blessed holy objects, as in the case of, uh, we've already talked a little bit, was uh, Annalise Michelle and Roland Doe. Uh, they were the, if you mix the two of them together, they were essentially the... Uh, inspiration for the, the precursors for the movie the exorcist if you mix those two cases together they, that's the the, the basis for it yeah um claire's behavior changed as well as she became more aggressive and showed an extraordinary physical strength she uh she then st- uh started to produce frightening animal-like sounds this is how one of the nuns uh working at the working the convent uh described it um no animal has ever made such sounds, neither the lions of East Africa or angry bulls. At this time, it sounded like veritable herds of wild beasts orchestrated by Satan himself forming a hellish choir. All right. So the crazy strength can be anybody hit like, you know, as kids, when you get a kid that goes completely apeshit nuts and wants to go crazy, 
there can have crazy wild strength. I watch my kid pick Especially up a, a teenager. Yeah. So I can kind of see that because when they start flailing around, you can see it on like we have around here, like cops and things like that where young kids are just wrestling and like it takes multiple cops to hold them down. Okay. The animal things, you just have free time. I can make animal noises. But most anybody like can find it. They're like all of a sudden they're like they said, I, I all of a sudden I've never adrenaline. been able to do it before. They're like, but I can lift a car. Well, the adrenaline know. rush of when a child's underneath the car and the mother goes complete like Hulk mode of lifting the front end of a car or grandmother. Like there have been reports of somebody when all the synapses are firing, adrenaline's going nuts, and the endorphins are going crazy where a parent or a grandparent or somebody's been able to do some crazy things. Mm-hmm. I've done some crazy things in my past where it's like, I don't even know how I did that. I like, did how the backflip once. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> but in this case, I mean, it might not. I mean, you can't explain it. I mean, it's unexplainable, well, this, I guess. This is where shit gets interesting. So during the exorcism, the girl tried to strangle the priest with his own stole, which is that kind of um, like scarf kind of thing uh-huh. that they wear. Really? So she tried to strangle him with that. And then it's also said that she would levitate up to a meter and a half in the air, both vertically and horizontally. Okay, Joe. How high is a meter and a half? Uh, a meter is like three foot, like three foot and change. Wow. So you're looking at about five feet. So. Either laying down flat, she'd come up, or where she was standing, she'd just up. Okay. Holy shit. <clears throat> so choking the priest, I can see that's a rage thing. Right. That happens anyway. Not Well, not to priest, but just choking people. The, me- the levitation would be a little hard. Yeah. That one like has me because all of a sudden I went right into Ghostbusters where Dana Barrett's floating. <laughs> Six feet above her bed. Sorry. Um, when the priest sprinkled her face with holy water, the girl came out of the state of possession, uh, leading thus to believe that she was really possessed and not suffering from mental illness. The ritual of exorcism lasted two days after which Clara was freed from Satan and was finally able to live her life again. With no random occurrences nothing, again? Nothing again after that from her. Wow. Two days? Two days. Holy shit. That's a quick one. That's quick. <laughs> That's a quick one when it comes to exorcisms. Cause like, yeah. Uh, Annalise Michelle, the girl in Germany, was like 60-something days, and she actually died because she starved to death. When she died, she only weighed like 68 pounds. Because and she was like in her mid-20s. Yeah, ah. she was like early to mid-20s, yeah. Yeah, because she was... So, this one was a little bit harder to find, and I'm not. It was interesting to me, but I'm not sure how much truth there is to it. But I don't really know. The only name well, that I they, don't mean. What do you mean? How uh, you'll, because it's you'll how see. much, how hard it was to find, or the the believability <sighs> of what the exorcism was about. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Okay. Um, Anyway, uh, so the real-time possession of a girl named Julia was not only horrific, but also happened... Uh, uh, Read your writing. Sound it out. <laughs> well, the, the way I wrote it is uh, also happened in before certified doctors, not any church members. So Were you drinking whiskey again? <laughs> yep. Um, I can tell. So uh, the real-time possession of a girl named Julia was not only horrific, but it was also certified by doctors and church members, and in a, it was also in a very recent period of time. Uh, Julia was a middle-aged, self-sustained woman living in the uh, in the United States and had a long history of satanic cult involvement. So that's the kind it's of thing where it's just like, really? I don't see, you know, don't, that's the one thing like I don't subscribe to. 
the whole like, oh, it's because you do you know, do the devil, yeah. blah blah blah, this and that. I don't, I, I don't know. I just, I don't subscribe to it. And I know it's going to upset people, but I have done some looking into Satanism. It's really not that evil. It's just like don't be an asshole to people. Treat people how you want to be treated. It's all, it's, our, it's all in the interpretation yeah. of the reader and the person that is looking it up because. There's many conflicting ideas over Satan, Lucifer, Baphomet, whatever name you want to give them, because depending on who you are, Lucifer was just a fallen angel who wanted the idea of choice, wanted to have the freedom of human beings, and he was jealous of that because he felt that it wasn't fair that humans who just come out of the blue can that were made had freedom of choice, the ability to do what they want, have all these freedoms and everything, where the angels who are there... To protect heaven, to protect God, to protect what we know, and that is God's kingdom, literally are held to this one finite job. They're not allowed to do anything else except for this one job and where he wanted to have more freedom. So he was cast out of heaven for having an opinion and having a way of thought and wanting to give more angels and everybody the freedom of choice, whether it be good or bad. That was his belief. Now, again, this is what I believe from what my research has given me. But you take somebody else who is more religious, I'm now seen as a Satanist because that's what I believe. Right. It's all, I hate to say it, this is, religion in general is all about interpretation. Exactly. Bonus points if you can tell me what his name means. Who? Uh, the Light. Lightbringer. Yeah. Yep. Who? So Lucifer. Oh. Yeah. So Sorry. with that being said, is that he's seen as this negative entity for just wanting to give more knowledge to everyone. Uh-huh. So he was cast into hell for wanting to give opinions and give choice and to give freedom where the higher up did not want that. Now, change that around to how things evolve, like you were talking about before. He's now seen as this ultimate consummate evil. Okay, now his name has changed from Lucifer to Satan um to Beelzebub. Yeah, all these other names Old because you're gonna come up with these worse names. The Darken. So instead of having the name of the bringer of light, he's now just this evil. He's this horn demon with hooves Goat that, legs and shit. Yeah, fire, red. brimstone, hell, sulfur. Because things change. You don't want anybody following that because if they follow that, they're not gonna follow your church. They're not gonna pay, you know, to keep protected. They're not gonna come to your church and, you know, that's a whole other episode right. of me well, ranting about that. Do you know where? Do you know that? Did you guys know that there was no such thing as the devil mm-hmm. until uh, what was it? Like the 1400s or some shit like that. 1300s. Uh, when religion started becoming more prevalent. It was well, actually well, the King James Bible is when they first brought no, the devil in. Well, it was more along the times of like after what they called the Dark Ages, because yep. So like people, the King James. Kim, Kim, yeah. The Kim Jong, I got, yeah. The, the King James Bible is when they first, like, when he first yeah. became, quote, the devil. Well, no, they, with, they didn't bring him in because people were going away from the church. So what they did was like, okay, we need to bring people back into the church. You need so a bad guy. We need a bad guy. You can't have a movie about a, always a good guy doing good things. You need to have a bad guy. You need to have, I think it's the antagonist and hey, the protagonist. Yeah. Hit me with a Razor Ramon, uh, hit, uh, Razor Ramon quote. Hey, yo. No. It's me. No. The bad guy. Yeah. No. No? Good guys don't last. Bad guys do. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is like a lot of times. Like, I know people, some people would, you know, 
would beg to differ with me on it. And I'll well, and that's the thing is I understand right now on like with this topic right now we are on a fine line yep. of either it's a double edged sword. No matter what you say, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. We are going exactly. to offend people one way or the other. Talking, yeah, religion, because but. and that's just the nature of these topics, especially with exorcism, because a lot of people feel that it's just made up like garbage. Yep. Some people believe it. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. And. Sorry, folks. This is what we feel. If you don't believe it, that's fine. Fast forward to the end to hear our sweet, you know, voices again saying goodbye. Some people, yeah. I mean, some hell, people are going to be hooked on this. Even people within the religion, like, I mean, there's people that that you know believe in God. Uh, they're Catholic, everything else, but they don't believe in the ghosts. They don't believe in any of that. But then there's some people that that do. Yeah, you know, they believe that angels are watching over them. It's everyone has their own point of view and their own belief. And I hate to say it. People need to grow up and let people believe what they want to believe in because behind closed doors, everyone has their own thing. Yep, exactly. So just leave it alone. Back to Julia. So <laughs> Yeah, let's find out about Julia. We've uh, gone off the rails a little too much. In 2008, Dr. Richard E. Gallagher, a uh, uh, I'm sorry, a psychiatrist and associate professor of clinical psychiatry at New York Medical College. This stated, is Gallagher? Yes. Did he have a mallet? No, I don't think so. Hit watermelons when you get bored? No, I don't think so. Really nice fucking mustache. <laughs> Striped shirt, some you know, uh, suspenders. <sighs> Stuck that weird way. fucking hat. Had a brother that stole his idea. Then you never know. mind. Moving on. There was Black Gallagher too. That's all there is to it. Did you ever see him? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, um. So he he mm-hmm. stated that. Uh, oh fuck. Um, <laughs> he didn't state. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dr. Gallagher was a, uh, a psychiatrist and associate professor of clinical psychiatry at New York Medical College. He stated that he handled a case of demonic possession in one of his patients who, I think they gave her the name Julia to protect in- her. Anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. A doctor suggested a demonic possession is not common as they usually put such cases as mental illness or psychological disorders, which... I yeah. did see this, I think. I, I was looking up some stuff. On yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't look into it. So from what Doctor uh, from what Doctor Gallagher said, Julia suddenly used to change her voice to more masculine, guttural, and sometimes like like guttural tones, and she used to sometimes scream in like really high pitch. Whoa. She used to speak in other languages which she'd never learned. She was observed levitating from her bed before the doctors and nurses. She would fly uh, objects around in the room and sometimes used uh, and would sometimes uh, reveal secrets about any member uh, present. Uh, uh, would sometimes uh, reveal secrets about members of uh, of the staff that were in the room with her. Okay, so uh, quick question. Oh, wow. Let's cycle back again. Yeah, yeah. Speak a different language. Do they know that she never knew? Yes. Okay. Now, was it? There was anybody there that could discern that it was a real language? Yes. Okay. Because I'm like, I can speak in Klingon, and I have no idea how to speak in Klingon. Just now. But, with that being said, just I'm I'm being the skeptic right now. Right, right, I'm being right, 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 you know right. the quote unquote devil's advocate. Heyo. Weird. So we have, speaking a different language, mm-hmm. common theme. What was it? She was levitating or levitating yep. other things? Yep. Both. Both. All right. We've already discussed her levitating unless she's really good at magic tricks. That's a difficult one. Other objects, depending on how, what things go on, you could, you know, stress whatever you think someone's levitating where really it's just been thrown around. What else was there? Uh, again, with the, uh, like the, um, so we got language, we got levitation. Yep. We got, what else? 
uh, the uh, violence, obviously, because that's yeah, a the, common theme for all of these. But also the um, psychic shit, where you're like, so oh no, no, no I, knowledge. I know something you don't know. And now, all about shit, people like people that were in the room with her. Was she in a facility? Yes. Was there any chance or any possibility she could have snuck out of a room or while she was walking around? Do the what you know what everyone does in the spy movies? They get around the corner, they just open up an ear, or hearing you two talk. Like you, Kevin's talk, and I'm not in the room, but I know somebody else is. Like the uh, the telephone game, like gossip. Is there any way that the gossip could have floated around? I, I would and, imagine. Well, I mean, this is 2008. There was a well, bunch of gossip anyway. Yeah, so. but how how is um is she she's at a is she in like a in, the, like a floor of a hospital? It like doesn't a really say, ward? but I'm assuming that if she's going through this stuff, she's in some kind of a facility. Because you can hear if she gets any kind of freedom where she can walk around, you can always right. like. Oh, guess what uh, Jenkins told me? Jenkins told me about what's going on with guard A and guard B. Oh, okay, cool. And you start talking about that. And then when time comes and you start having your freak out session, I heard about you and your wife. We're really like, how does she know that she was never even around us? We're come to find out. She found the information or gleaned the information from somebody else. Again, just being the skeptic. But the other thing is that that the part of this that kind of... um like solidifies the whole thing is the clergyman they brought in. They brought in from a different state, but she knew where he grew up, all the places he had worked before. He, she knew his whole history. She never heard anything of this guy. All right. So yeah, that's harder to explain than the people that she would work with. Yeah. You can't explain that one away. No, no, unless there's a way that she snuck into the personnel file or computer (laughs) and like, she's a master level hacker. So uh, Dr. Gallagher wrote, out of her mouth would come various threats, taunts, and obscene language. Phrases like, leave her alone, you idiot. She's ours. Leave, you imbecile priest. So she was saying shit like this, but in a different tone of voice. Probably in your tone of voice, because you're a deep tone man voice. Not really, though. Huh. I'm a deep tone man Not like voice. yours. <laughs> uh, Julia was supposedly a non-church follower and used to perform satanic rituals with, her, with a cult. Uh, however, one day she approached the local church saying that a demon or Satan himself is trying to attack her. Julia in the hospital requested the doctors for an exorcism. One of the exorcists was done in summer months. However, the room became extremely cold when she started to produce animal sounds that humans are not able to. See, that's the part that always gets me is like when the room actually changes. Yeah. And you're like, okay, is there thermal? Con- is there any way to control the temperature in these rooms? And when it's like, no, their room is tied into every other room in this facility. That's where it gets a little harder yeah. for me to be a skeptic again. Where, where and I'm actually trying to, right now. Where, where you don't have like an individual thermostat in the room to yeah. adjust it. It's all done like at a, a control panel somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. So among the... the well, un- <clears throat> no, that's that. I hate to say, but that can fluctuate too, depending on where you are in the facility. But among the the languages that she didn't know that she was speaking in were Latin and Spanish, which, I mean, if you can know Latin, you can kind of figure out Spanish. Or if you know Spanish, you can figure out Latin. Right. Ite, taco a, toilet paper a. I really don't know Latin. I was trying. I'm not possessed. I'm just really dumb. So it, it took five hospital associates to uh to struggle like struggling to keep her down on her bed at one point in time before she started to level like levitate up so they had five people trying to hold her down and they still couldn't 
I've watched the show Cops, and I've seen a Nightwalker get tackled by four cops, and she was high on PCP. No. Well, I mean, even even with these people, like, trying to hold her down, she she came up, like, somewhere, like, six to eight inches off the bed. Wow. Okay, because I know I've seen this where you can lay on your back, and you can shotgun yourself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just by your body movement, but it's usually, like, a half an inch to an inch. Yeah. Maybe two inches, depending on the spring of your bed. Yeah, but, like, six inches. That's a little difficult. Uh, after trances used to get over, she wouldn't remember anything. So like after all of this shit would happen where she's speaking different languages, she's making animal noises, she's floating through the fucking air. She'd wake up and not remember a damn thing. Um, I can be skeptic on that because if it is an act, Oh, I don't remember what happened. What did I do? Right. Oh no. Schizophrenic or something. Yeah, exactly. or, Or bipolar. Bipolar would be more like it. Um, so many of the individual features. What? Bipolar is personality up and down up and down up and down yeah, schizophrenic like, is kind of like manic depressive kind of yeah, yeah. bipolar you're like you know you're 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 talking you're doing one thing and then like all of a sudden like you switch and you're doing something else you're, you're hey you I, know you're no. act, you're acting all nice you're acting all nice all of a sudden you're like you motherfucker i hate you you son of a bitch yes you but, sucking, you're, you know? but you'll remember that yeah. part of it schizophrenia is where you don't remember I, it or you're thinking of uh of did which is a dissociative identity disorder, which is where you have more than one personality. That's, that's probably more like yeah. yeah. Where you, yeah. Where, you know, like, like, as much as I'm not a big fan of the guy's movies, the movie Split that M Night Shyamalan did was <sighs> fucking incredible. That was awesome. I like, I like, Dude, I don't mind um, his stuff. What's what his? Place? Oh my god, what was his name? Ed Wood. No, he, he played. Uh, he played Professor. He played the young Professor Xavier yeah. in the new X Men movie. James McAvoy. Yes, yeah. dude, he played twenty seven different characters in this movie. He was fantastic. He was possessed by the devil, and we gotta <laughs> and just beat the devil out of <laughs> all of them, all oh. twenty seven of them, except for Hedwig. He was cool. Okay, we'll keep et cetera. it. Et cetera. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. I can dance. Do you want to see my room? I have a radio. Can I? Can I smell you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Awkward. So uh, many of these individual features let uh, many of these individual features, let alone the full constellation of the overall syndrome, are to state the obviously simply inex- uh, inexplicable on psychiatric and medical grounds. That's a quote from Doctor Gallagher. So basically, they couldn't explain it exactly. No matter what they tried, they're like, okay, put a label on it. No, it's not yeah. that. That label doesn't fit. Yeah. You know, it's not physical. It's, it's not psycho- uh, psychological. Yeah, looking back on it, it's like if it was only a handful of things, it's more the physical aspect of things, not like the levitation, but like the violence or just screaming and yelling, you can kind of like, oh, that would be this. So right. she she once spoke about the strange behavior of some inexplicably frenzied animals behind uh, beyond her direct uh, observation. Uh, th- though residing in another city, she commented... So those cats went really, uh, really went berserk last night, didn't they? The morning after two cats in a team member's house uncharacteristically had a, uh, had attacked each other at two a.m. So, so she was, so she was, like two of her caseworkers' cats had gotten into a fight at two a.m. the the morning before at her at the woman's house. So she was basically remote viewing, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the site. Uh, the. Psychiatrist uh, studied uh, the psychiatrist studying Julia found that she had no signs of any mental disorders and struggled to, and suggested calling a priest for, uh, to perform an exorcism. After knowing of the exorcism, the entity within Julia spoke to the doctors and threatened them that if they tried to call for any priest, they would be sorry for that. Till now, Julia is staying in a uh, possessed state, and the doctor and other scientists. Uh, 
scientific people are just baffled by having no answers or conclusions for Julia. As per Dr. Gallagher, her condition is still the same, and at this time, no further exorcisms have been conducted. So... (laughs) Well, with a threat like that, you kind of want to just leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, and if this is still happening, she's been possessed for ten fucking years. As long as everybody's happy, as long as the the thing that's possessing her and she's in a state where she's okay with it. Yeah. But could you imagine, I mean the, the physical toll that it would take on you if you were actually like fucking floating and then people are trying to hold you down and you're struggling against them as you're going up. And then you're like, Oh, I'm going to choke this bitch too. And then you wake up and you're like, I don't remember any of that. Why the fuck am I sore? Why does everything hurt? You know, Hmm. it's like, it's like being constantly hung over. You're like, why do my legs hurt? Did I fall off a building or something last night? Oh shit, yeah, I did. You know, it I'm it, curious it's to know now is if there's a mutual understanding of what's going on and what they'll do, or if it's they're constantly still like trying to restrain her, this or they're like, Hey, if you be good, we'll be good. You know, as soon as you start pushing the boundaries, we're gonna push back. Like I'm uh, curious to know what the middle ground is for them. Right. Right now. Is she constantly on bed rest or bedridden and in her her room or is she allowed to actually have a little bit of free time yeah that's a good question hmm that's kind of uh or is she just in a chemical coma chemical induced coma yeah Yeah, but would that my thing is though but would that shut off the demon though no it made no probably the, not it right probably just turn off the human form you imagine being in a fucking coma and just still talking to people like your body is essentially dead, but your mouth's still moving with a different voice coming out of you. Yeah, so you basically... So you're, you, a, you're a goddamn human sock puppet. Yeah. Human so, meat yeah, puppet. Yeah, you get some demon's hand up your ass. He's like... Bah, 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 you're a vessel. Popcorn. Bah, bah, bah. A lot of times these people are. That's all they are is just vessels. Oof. Fuck yeah. that. Huh. All right, what do you got? I'd be in... That's, wow. That's fucked up, right? I, I, yeah. I, but Because like, you're, 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 you're like, oh, I'm not sure. But now I'm like... Mm. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where when I was reading it, I'm like, I don't really know how true this one is because it's I, maybe the it's only, because it's so new that maybe I just don't. The you only know, but. way you could test the true validity, validity of it is get a hold of Dr. Gallagher, find out the facility and ask more questions. Right. However, if she's just under the, the name Julia for her own protection, for the protection of others. You may never find out. And he wouldn't give you any information because doctor-patient confidentiality. Or you could be like, do you have a patient that may exhibit this and try to pull it out of him? But that would be not worth your time and energy. No. Well, I mean, could he, but could he like say, okay, if you you proposed it like, okay, hey, I I read your article about Julia. And I'm just wondering if there's any updates to that. Could he be like, did you guys actually call in an exorcist or no? You know, just vague questions See, the that thing is, they can say yes or no to. I, I don't think, with stuff like that, I don't think they would release any information until the patient had passed away. Because then they don't have to protect it anymore. It can become public record. But even... Well, they just, he put this stuff out under anonymity an, 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 an or whatever. You know, that big fucking word I can't really say too well. CNN, the he put it out under CNN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, under Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hello? Nurse. So he put it out underneath this, so that doesn't really... He's violating something. Dust for prints, and she comes back well, with prints. No, fingerprints. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but he probably did have to write an... He probably wrote an article on it, so that was covering it, also, which he, under this state, you don't 
have to have her permission, I don't think. Probably. Yeah, but... Well, we had to write a report on it because why is this person still in this hospital we're right. not doing anything for? We're just hanging on to her, giving her food, yeah. board, Wasting whatever. taxpayers' money on this. Yeah, so there must be something else, but... Because there's under, what, the psycholo- psychological, uh, there's... Psycholopy. No, the psychological, like, there's... Uh, Evaluation board or whatever? Yeah, for, like, forums you can write papers on things. Yeah, for news Medical articles. papers and shit. Yeah. TED Talks. I, I do I do have the, the whole ritual, but... Mm, How long is it? It's pretty long, so I'm not gonna... Here's what we'll do. We'll end it here. We'll let Seth take off. We'll oh, record- I'm staying. I'm staying through the rest. Okay, I was gonna say we can record this and put it as a bonus. Do we want to? No. Do we want to talk about the whole thing? Do, do I want to? Like, how how long is prayer? it? The way he reads? No. It's it's a pretty good prayer. <laughs> I I could read it and then we could cut it. I mean, it's an okay prayer. But... I can, <laughs> I'll read it and we'll we can cut. Okay. We can decide. Okay. All right. So the prayer starts like this: Prayer to Saint Michael, the Archangel, Arch- in an Archangel. Archangel, it's not fucking McDonald's, dickhead. Whatever. It's not arch enemy, it's arch enemy. Whatever. Interpretation. <laughs> Fine. Jesus Christ. Prayer to the to Saint Michael, the Archangel, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Most glorious prince of heavenly armies, St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in our battle against principalities and and powers against the rulers of this world of darkness, against the spirit of of spirits of wickedness in the high places. Come, (laughs) come to us. And come to the assistance of men whom God has created to do. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that uh, fucking ball to drop. We're fucking retarded. This is so much fun. <sighs> come to the assistance of men whom God has created to his to his likeness and whom he has redeemed at, at a great price from the tyranny of the devil, the holy church uh venerates you as her guardian and protector to you the lord has entrusted the souls of the remedy to be held in into heaven pray therefore the god of peace to crush satan beneath our feet that he may no longer retain men captive and do injury to the church offer our prayers to the most high that without delay they may draw his high draw his mercy upon us take hold of the dragon the serpent the old serpent which is the devil of in satan blind him and cast him into the bottomless pit that he may no longer seduce and seduce the nations this is the exorcism prayer that was the preamble jesus christ yes <clears throat> this is the prayer in the name of christ our lord in the name of Christ, our God and Lord, strengthened by the intercession of Immaculate Virgin Mary, Mother of God, of Blessed Arch Michael, the Archangel, Archangel, sorry. <laughs> if you of, don't say it right, he won't help. Of the blessed, <laughs> yes. 
Say his fucking name right. You know what? I'm sick of helping you motherfuckers. You can't even say Arkwright. Fuck you. Deal with yourself. Or exactly discussion topics uh, of the blessed apostles Peter, Paul, and Mary. No, Peter, Paul, and all the saints and John Ringo, yeah, maybe. Uh, and powerful in the whole, motherfucker. I can't. No, I, powerful in the motherfucker, huh? <laughs> And powerful in the authority of our ministry, we have confidently undertake, we confidently undertake to repulse and atta- the attacks and the deceits of the devil. God arises; his enemies are scattered, and those who hate, I'm. What? <laughs> I am no... F- okay, I'll just read it how it Praise says. Praise Jesus, amen. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's those who hate, I'm flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so are they driven as well. As wax melts before the fire, so the wicked perish at the presence of God. And it's supposed to say, like, I don't know, whatever the V is. But behold the, the cross of, of the Lord, flee bands of enemies. The reverend... The lion of the... Tribe of... Fuck this. I'm not... No, I'm done. (laughs) This shit's too fucking... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise all... Whatever. Hallelujah. Praise men. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha snack bar and other such holy words. Uh, May the power of Odin possess you. You don't ask them for help, though. You just say thank you. Thor's hammer strike down upon thee. He's busy killing giants. You fuck off with that. (laughs) You know. You don't ask Crom for anything. Crom will not help you. No. Anyway, so on that note, yeah, what so have we learned about about exorcisms? Uh, Bob Ross would have been a really good fucking priest. He would have all, exactly with his sage wisdom. That they're really fucking complicated. That's what I got. Yeah. And you just you got to fucking figure out if you're. And another thing I learned from just like I did learn that uh, just from like looking at the different. <laughs> what was that one? Sauerkraut. <laughs> I did learn from looking at some of the different cases that it <laughs> that it, uh, it it tends to happen more often to women being possessed than men. But you know, no big deal there. No. So okay, back to that. I was wondering if well, that's well, that maybe was... because women going through puberty. Because a lot of times when women are possessed. It is during that pivotal point of puberty when mm-hmm. the body starts to change. There's a lot of hormone dif- changes. So I wonder if the reason why they're they're very susceptible to that point because there's a lot of body physiology yeah. changes. Our changing bodies and whatnot. I got yeah. you. I know what it is. It's because it goes back to Adam and Eve. Yeah. Fucking bitch eating apples, getting us all in trouble. Asshole. Damn. To her. be honest, with you, I'm a fat kid, and I'd be like, "Oh, look at that fucking apple! Don't pro- eat it. Fuck off! I'm eating it." The problem is, though, I don't like the skin. I have to peel it off first. You, because are- I'm a six year old. No, but it goes back to the the original sin. Yeah. You know, basically, she deserves it, or well, she's the one that's going to get it more than. Yeah, that's why you know. that painful childbirth. <laughs> because in the in the words of you know UFC fans, you fucked up. You fucked up. You. Fucked up. Not UFC fans, you idiot. Oh, ECW. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I'll cut it's that. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, uh, this was. I think this was kind of uh, 
I had a lot of fun with this it one. It was a fucking hoot. It was. Like, I'm, this is the first time ever where the Bob Ross soundboard ever was like... It was perfect. Truly Spot on. had fun. Also, it was a lot of fun because even though I'm big into this stuff, it was cool being the skeptic. Yeah. And like looking at it and trying to break it down. These cases weren't the typical well-known cases. And they're different. Yeah. And knowing the history about it actually makes a lot more sense because I always thought that there was a priest that would go around... And when you call them in, there's one specific one in each area or that would get called in as, no, do the rotation of the exorcism. There's a bunch of them cruising around in a van. If you find them, you may be able to hire them. Dun, 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 dun. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I always thought that uh, like exorcists that did this were like old men. There's no possibility of anybody young because like you had to be in, I thought we thought it was like you had to be in the priesthood for like X amount of time. You had to show you know whatever and travel all around sudden, the world and know all this stuff. Yeah, it almost makes you think like those T-shirts you always see like the veteran companies like you know uh, don't ever question an old man in a profession where men die young. <laughs> it's like yeah, don't fuck with him because he's an old man and he does shit where people die doing it. Exactly. That's like in the Astro Militarum. If you make it past like your twenties, you're doing a good job. If you retire from there, they give you a planet. 40k. <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> Nerd! You know, that was really rude, and I don't like it. And. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, let's. Uh, Somebody's so... going to take that fucking soundboard away from him. Nope, nope, nope. Because <laughs> there's still one more that I'm waiting to do at the very end of the episode. Okay. Well, so, let's get to the end of the episode. So, anyway, so if uh, you're looking to to look at us and all that good stuff, or not look at us, but. You're looking to look at our faces via yeah. the radio waves. I apologize if you want to look upon us. <laughs> yes. You can look upon me. I'm gorgeous. I don't like your trim beard. Should have left it growing. Just saying. Anyway. It's okay. You know. Finish your thought. Penny <laughs> <laughs> for your thoughts? I wouldn't give you that much. Like, <laughs> Half cent? Nope. Damn. No. Fuck. Free? I'll give you I, the I'll give you the bill. I think mm. you need to pay me for your thoughts. <laughs> Whatever. You guys suck. So, on a serious note. Have if, you had any cool reviews come in? No, not yet. Any ratings? No more reviews. I want our fans to rate and review us on the iTunes. You dirty bastards. We need reviews. That way more people can get well, a review. We did, we did have an email. But, we did have an email, but, but that's we, okay. We don't need to discuss that on air. Yeah. Yeah, it said, this is an email. Send. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Not yeah. one that I'm willing to make a shirt out of. Why? Because it wasn't. We, cause, but, we, but we do have to say, I do thank you for the email. Yes. Yeah, because actually good. I want more of our fans to email the show. Definitely rate and review us on iTunes because that helps us get seen more. And once we get seen more, we can get more viewers. We get more cooler content. We show Age of Radio who we are yes. teamed up with that we're worth their time and energy. And it makes us look cool. And then maybe we can get some cool more sponsors. Speaking yeah. of Age of Radio, if you go on to ageofradio.org slash darkwindows. You you can, can, or just go right onto the page. You can check out all the other shows true. on there. That is true. You can, uh, you can check us out. You can find out. Where you can look us up on. You can listen to our stupid asses right on there, too. And you can do that as well. Um, Also, on there, they have some wares, which are basically uh, discounts for Microsoft. We have things and such to sell. We do. 
And what are you, you can, buying? Uh, <laughs> also, uh, go on to Barnes and Noble because we uh, they've uh, partnered too. Yeah, bitch. Barnes and Noble's awesome. And if you don't want to go into there, you can also go on to megaphone.fm. You can listen to us there. And wherever you hear us on a regular basis, you can hear us there too. Yeah, so make sure if you have a friend that you told about the show and they can't find us, pass the knowledge on to them. It's the same thing if you are on the Facebook or whatever. And I keep saying it. You don't even have to like people to tell them about us. Just be like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole, but I bet yeah, you like us, that show. Give us five you know? stars and be like, five stars. Hate you guys. Yeah, five stars. You guys suck. Yeah. And if, if you... If you Normally listen to us on on a certain uh, podcasting network. Just kind of our or wherever you listen to us on the po- for, through via podcast. If you can't normally, you can't. Let me start words, again. Words, motherfucker. Too much vodka drank. I know something. So if there's a uh, place you would normally listen to our podcast on, and it's not coming through, and we normally were there, just let us know. Just email yeah. us or you know whatever, and we can talk to Asia Radio about it. What is our email? Our email is darkwindowspod at gmail.com. That's cool. What is the Facebook? We go to Facebook. Okay. You click on the thing. It does the stuff? Then there's a search bar. You, okay. pun- you You take your little cursor thing and you go up and click that thing. And you punch in Dark Windows Podcast. We're the only thing that comes up. Boom. Twitter. Dark Windows Pod. Which I And the same for Instagram. Yeah. We, we use Instagram and Facebook because I am... A, slow person that I don't know how to do Twitter so yeah I slowly do Twitter eh. you know I mean I, so if you're talking on Twitter it's mostly to Kevin H yeah you know or Instagram it's kind of mostly to Kevin H yep. sometimes Kevin C does I do the Facebook know? like I Facebook's my jam because yeah. I know how to do that <laughs> what <laughs> happy little bush oh, oh. Cause... you like happy little bushes I prefer happy little landing strip. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Pubic hair jokes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so speaking of demons, if you want to go over to studio.com, you get some headphones. They will keep the demons out of your head, but it'll also keep our fucking awesome voices podcast and other good stuff in your head. Yes. So, so other people don't have to uh, listen to you. That's right. Or us. Yeah. No, we want everybody to listen to us, but if you like our sultry sounds of our sweet sex candy voices... And, and you, you want to have it here in a better quality than like with me with my dumb old school headphones. Yeah. Studio. Your fucking punk ass old skull candies that are like held together with hopes, dreams, and duct tape. Uh, Actually. Little bits of your own Loctite. hair. <laughs> Loctite right in the center, which I when I glued them together, I was like, oh, look at this. This works. Put, try it on. Shit. I glued these to my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at checkout, put in a discount code of. Dark Windows 15 for 15% off. And, Boom! And free coasters. Yeah. What coasters? Coasters for your drink. Protect speaking your of coasters, quality table. Speaking of coasters, roller coasters? No, Dude, hobby holder coasters. Your Segway is horrendous. I'm, I'm trying to get them awful. Like I'm doing good. You're doing a good job. Oh Jesus! I just oh, physically Christ assaulted is. my microphone. So what he's saying is, go to uh, GameMV.net if you or anybody you know is into painting miniatures, like myself. Like I keep saying all the dang time, go there, take a look what they have, and when you find what you like, which hopefully is a hobby holder, you put in the promo code Broadstone at checkout and you save yourself $2 off each hobby holder just because I want people to paint more miniatures and paint more hobbies so I'm not the only one. And with that being said, 
Oh, also, oh, uh, there's an awesome quick announcement for me personally. Uh, oh. Within the next 45 to 60 days, my wife and I will be closing on our new studio slash house. So I'm pretty fucking excited about and that. You notice how he how he said studio first? Yes, I we went we walked through the house. I was like, yeah, this is nice. Oh, there's an extra bedroom upstairs. You don't say, huh? I guess I know what that is now, don't I? Dun, dun. And we have all my painting shit stuck in the closet there, so. That's cool. I've got enough room to put my desk in and have my chair fucking wheel right in. It's going to be sweet. Sweet. So, don't forget. And, uh, demon mouth. You don't say. Um, yep. But, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Happy pain.